Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Gabby, do you remember when I said that I would um, I would stream this live on video as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that never happened, eh? Well, were you wanting to do that long term or just at the beginning while people I, I got I, into I, the app? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could have. I could have. I mean, we, we agreed that it wasn't it wasn't fair for you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't getting on camera at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people were saying that like, oh, Gabby, are you 6 a.m.? Seriously? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't mind so much, but. Uh, yeah, you uh, wake up and your hair is still perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Throw your hoodie on and you look like you're ready for the day. <laughs> It's so easy being a dude, eh? Yeah. Mm. Special guest today. Manzur. Manzur's coming on here very shortly. Um, any updates? On what? Well, any updates you want to talk about before we uh, bring in our special guest? Well, I do have one. Yeah. Um, conditions removed yesterday on our first yep. flip. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I was not expecting. Okay, so we listed. We've done other flips. This is just our first flip since we got, since we got back into it. Yeah. Sorry. Our first uh, townhouse flip. That's kind of what I was referring to. My first venture into townhouse flipping. Um, we listed it late. I think we had planned on listing it around the 15th. Yeah. Um, after the Thanksgiving holiday. And we didn't get it listed until the 23rd. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking like, oh, great, here we go. Not that the 15th to the 23rd makes a big deal, but we were already listing it, you know, later in the year, heading into, you know, snow, winter, fun stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, listed it October 23rd. We got our offer November 14th and conditions removed yesterday, November 25th. Yeah. Possession, December 14th. Boom. Bam. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think. And we got the price we wanted. <laughs> we got the price we wanted. And no real issues with uh, the inspection or conditions? No, none at all. Um, yeah. Like literally they so seamless. <laughs> no complaints whatsoever. We had all of the condo docs. So like on offer day or the day after they put in the offer, we sent it to them. We didn't yep. wait around, kill any time. We knew like, hey. This is an amazing condo. It's why we bought it. Um, so that we knew there well, was. They a did ask one question. They said, "Hey, we were going to reserve fund study, and they and it says here that the roof was supposed to be done in 2020. Was it done in 2020? Yeah. Obviously, if you look up on the on the top of the building, you could see that. Yeah. And then we Brand said, "Yes, yes, it was." <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, but I had to like I knew looking at the roof, like yeah, those are like new shingles of course it's been done but i i wanted to more than that so i went through the meeting minutes and saw yeah spring 2020 was in the meeting minutes that the roof was getting done so boom done yeah. pretty cool i was excited about that yeah pretty good evening yeah um there he is there he is um we're gonna bring in our guest uh special guest today manzur um just give us a second here we're inviting him in Testing, testing. Yeah, we one, can two. Hear you. We can hear you. Okay, cool. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning, Good morning to you, buddy. 
How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. You know, different day, same grind. Another day in the jungle. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's everyone doing? You guys having a uh, good morning? Yeah, yeah you know what? Great. You can you can post in the comments uh, on uh, on Podbean. This is a live show, guys. So if you're listening to the recording and you're wondering uh, who we're talking to, um, aside from uh, Manzur, uh, it's a live show. You can uh, you can download the Podbean app uh, and listen live oh, every so morning. Oh, so the comments show up like in the replay? Uh, no, they don't. But just for anyone who's just you know who's wondering where where are these comments? I'm listening on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening on Spotify. Where 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 do I comment? How do I speak to these people? Um, it's because we're we're broadcasting live, and you can listen live too every morning at six a.m. Mountain Time or eight a.m. Eastern Time. Um, it's pretty sick. It's a pretty amazing app. And then obviously there's a call-in function as well. So it's just like your regular, you know, drive time morning show. You can call in and win prizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, sounds like everybody's doing good today. Uh, Manzur. Welcome Dwayne. back. Welcome back. Thank you guys for having me back. It's my honor. My pleasure. We, we don't talk as much anymore. Yeah, that's because I quit the uh, video games. So yeah, <laughs> we haven't had as much communication, I feel, you know, when we were chatting almost every day. Uh I think that was definitely because of the video games. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's really how we did connect, right? Yeah, yeah. We, um, <laughs> I, you know, we we've been. I think we've been friends or something like that on Facebook for a while, and then he, you know, he puts out a post and says, "Does anyone play Apex?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so, it, I mean, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have game chat with someone, it's gonna be someone that I have something in common with. So why not? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I mean, like, so kind of like an example of this. So I don't know if you remember, but one time we were playing in a ranked match and it was you, me, and then we had like one of my other buddies and he hit us with this line like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. And you and me are both just like, wait, what? Uh, And then at that point, like, I think it like really hit me, like who you associate with, like who you hang out with that is really going to impact like how your life goes, right? So, like, if you're yeah. a full-time real estate, full-time entrepreneur, like, you're not really concerned about, oh, it's the weekend, I'm going to hang out and, like, have super fun times, because it's just, like, go, go, go all day, every day, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you've, yeah, yeah. You've done a you've done a, a real audit of your circle in the last in the last year or two, eh? Uh, very much so in the last year. Like, I've had to remove so many people. Um and it's been a lot of just like, honestly, I should have done this like much earlier in my life. But I think for a lot of people, even like, let's say if you're friends with somebody for like 15 years, 20 years, right? Yeah. Uh, like you get very used to just like messaging this person every day or like calling this person like once a week to like mm-hmm. give them updates. Breaking out of that, I think, is the hardest part, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, for me, at least, like, yeah, initially it was pretty rough, but, like, everyone who I pretty much, like, let's call it kicked out of my life uh, has been replaced with somebody, like, ten times better, you know? Um, And, like, I think that's, that's something I didn't realize, like, early enough is, like, to have better people in your life, you have to actually make room for these people, you know? Uh, And it never never feels good. Like it always feels kind of icky having to remove people. 
And mm. a lot of the times they don't understand why they're oblivious to them being, you know, the way that they yeah. are. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, it can be really hard to do, but wow, is it freeing when, when you're free of them? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, really like even for real estate like a black card like the main thing we're always telling people is like it's 80 percent mindset 20 percent nuts and bolts right and yeah. that when you really like break that down like so let's use like a live event for example if somebody comes out to winnipeg uh they'll spend like three days in the culture everything is like good now they go back home they're surrounded by like people who are just working nine to five or people who are just mm. negative mindset or somebody who just likes to complain all day so now like all the work we've done to like fix their mindset over the weekend they go back home back to zero and now then they're wondering well why am i not able to succeed in work and it's well, look at who's surrounding you. Look at the kind of information you're consuming. Yes. Uh, what are you exposed to, right? I, I get that a lot too after my cabin retreats. Um, exact mm. same thing. Someone will spend a whole weekend, three days with us. And then, you know, you don't really hear much from them for the first, you know, for a week or two weeks because they go right back into their daily routine. And it's not necessarily the same example that you're given about the negativity. I mean, nine times out of 10, it's just like, you know, going back to be a mom or a dad. And the kids mm. and the job and, and just your normal, regular commitments. The things that you can't necessarily get rid of. You mm. can't get rid of your kids. You can't ri- get rid of your job. <laughs> well, I mean, you, know? you could. Yeah. <laughs> there are ways. <laughs> yeah. I think, there's, I think there's a line, though, you got to draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope yeah, so. Don't audit your kids out, please. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's your environment. Your environment is everything. I, I love that 80% mindset, 20% nuts and bolts. That's, that's a really great way of putting it. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's uh, that's something Stefan coined. He used to drop that line on us all the time. So yeah, I figure you know, if I have the chance to reuse some of his lines, I'm definitely going to. Very very smart dude. Um, oh yeah, uh, and and that's actually uh, part of our giveaway today. I mean, it, it's 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 a segue, so I'm just going to use it. But uh, uh, we're doing a giveaway today. Manzur is giving away um, a copy of Money People Deal, which was Stefan Arnio's book. And as well, a uh, one-hour strategy call. So stay tuned for that. Um, we'll we'll do that giveaway a little bit later. We'll come up with something creative again. I, I got to come up with more creative ways rather than just like people calling in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll have. Uh, well, well, maybe whoever has favorite, like. Oh, oh I was gonna say like, what's what's your favorite Backstreet Boys song? The person has to call in and sing <laughs> your favorite Backstreet Boys song. Ah, uh, a little over the top. Yeah, you lost me there, bro. Work for it. You gotta, you gotta work for it, though. That's you know, opportunities. You know, when they they show up, you gotta pounce, okay. And sometimes it's a little uncomfortable, and sometimes you gotta. I feel like you're gonna make it more uncomfortable for me than the guest, though. Like you're making me you know. pick a Backstreet Boys song. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to having people serenade me first thing in the morning. I also have to remember that you are about eight to ten years younger than I am. So, yes, young boy life. That was that was not your grade school songs that you were listening to. Another you were listening to though. That was on, the only thing on on the radio for us. Wayne, what's your favorite Backstreet Boys song? Um. <laughs> yeah. See, Gabby's asking the right questions. Yeah, yeah here we go. Oh, that's a good one. You know, <laughs> give me a little bit of time. I'll think about it. How do I choose, Gabby? <laughs> uh, right on. Oh, Lord. Uh, Manzur, we, we, we're, 
you and I were chatting and uh, trying to figure out like, what, what do we talk about on this, on this, uh, on this morning show? Because it, like, I want to pack in as much value as possible. Last time you were on, man, like mm-hmm. lots of people messaged and said like, man, that was, that was one of my favorite episodes. Really? Um, I appreciate that. Shout out to everyone yeah. who called Wayne to support me. Y'all are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pumping his ego. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. I need that. Um, and, and I think we decided what would be good today is to talk about like your upbringing and um, mm. maybe, maybe do your origin story a little bit and then how that kind of benefited you and, and how it shaped who you are. Um, because uh, as you know, Definitely. we were just talking about kids, we were talking about kids a couple minutes ago and just like, um, our daughter is heavily involved in our business, not heavily, but she, like she's, she sees it. We talk about it. We explain it to her. She's not sheltered from it. Um, and, and you were obviously raised in a, in an entrepreneurial slash real estate, um, home as well. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, so the best way I like to describe it is, you know, there's that one meme where you have like this row of like little kids on a construction site and the caption is like when they ask you for like 20 years experience, Mm -hmm. like right out of school. So that's literally me. Like I'm that meme, Um, you know? Yeah. So like as Wayne has mentioned, like I've been on construction sites pretty much since I was like two years old. Um, And initially I hated it. Like, I just wanted to be a regular kid. Like, I was not trying to learn how to make a budget when I was, like, eight years old. I just wanted to go out and, like, hang out with people, you know? Uh, But this is, like, the thing that I find is pretty cool, like, right now. Like, so a lot of people will hit me up being like, oh, yo, can you teach me about real estate? Or, like, I want to learn about investing. Or, like, the people who are kind of on the fence and they haven't decided, like, hey, should I be in real estate full time? I feel like once I tell them, like, yo, look, like, sure, like, maybe you don't want to do real estate for yourself, but, like, if you do it for your kids or, like, your kids' kids, it opens so many doors, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, most 20-year-olds have no idea how to flip a house. Like, I was flipping houses when I was, like, 18, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, it's just, like, again, it comes back to what we're talking about, about, like, environment. What are you exposed to, Right. So, like, for that first, for my first deal, like, we've chatted about this a little bit, but, like, if my dad wasn't in real estate, that I wouldn't have been able to do that first deal. So, that first deal that I did, um, like, most regular people would have been happy just cash flowing, like, $200 uh, per unit, right? I was able to get 10K right. from that whole building, and it was just, like, unheard of. Like, I should have probably made 2K wow. net. I was making 10K net. Right. Uh, and this is just because I've been involved in real estate and like surrounded by business from such an early age. Right. So I think like for people who are looking to get into real estate, like you should look at me as like, this is what your kids can like have as their life. You know, if you set up the foundation, you go from A to X. Now your kid just has to go from X to Z. You know, like you've already done all the heavy lifting. You've already built the power team. You've already built the network. And now it's mm. a matter of just really kind of putting some gasoline on the fire. You know? So why were you attracted to it? I mean, like initially. Ah, this is know, a great you, question. You didn't like it, man. And well, like, I hated what, what it. attracted dude. you to it? Yeah. So, I mean, like literally my whole life was like determined when I was born. Like, this is what you're going to do. This is what your life will be. And I've spent at least, like, 10 years trying to, like, run away and escape. Like, I've dabbled in so many other different businesses just trying to, like, 
oh, I'm not going to do real estate. Like, I'm a cool person. I'm going to be a barber. Like, I had a barber shop. I had a clothing store. I had a clothing line. Uh, I had a music school. Like, I've done so many different things. And yeah. then in 2019, that's when I met Stefan. And then everything changed because, like, the way this guy moved and the way he operated, he was literally like a rock star. So mm-hmm. I was just like, wait, like, this guy's super cool and he's in real estate. So why can't I be in real estate and be super cool? You know what I mean? Uh, and that's really where the switch happened. Uh, and since then, I've just kind of been like, oh, okay, well, let me just go all in on real estate. You know, there was that. And then outside of that, so like coming back to this whole like barbershop that I had, right? So what I would notice is like people would come in and like uh, I would just be chatting with them. And the next thing I know, I'm like talking about real estate. My staff is like pulling me to the side and asking me questions about real estate and like literally Mm -hmm. all day, every day. Like I'm trying to build this like barbershop business, but I'm still teaching people about real estate. So I kind of like realized like, oh, wait. Uh, I'm doing like, I'm in the wrong lane. Like I should be in real estate. And that's Mm. kind of how I ended up in real estate, I guess you could say, you know? Yeah. And so I'm curious, man, like I'm going to take a little rewind, but what was your dad's business when you were growing up? Like what was he working on? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So my dad, when he came to Canada, like classic immigrant story, one cup, one plate, uh, they used to live in an apartment for like, so it was me, and I have an older sister and a younger sister. So like three of us had my parents. We used to live in this apartment with like no furniture for a couple of years. My dad used to work like five different jobs, making like donuts, doing like convenience store, this kind of stuff. Uh, eventually, one of the stores where he was working at, he really got the opportunity to like buy into the store. So he bought the store. Uh, mm-hmm. He was just like a regular convenience store kind of guy, right? And then that building went for sale and the guy was like, hey, do you want to buy this while you're like running the store? And so he bought that building, VTB, no money down type of thing. And then there was this whole scare in Ottawa that, oh, like Quebec is moving and the capital is going to move. It's no longer going to be Ottawa. Sell your property. And like just weird stuff. So people started like, selling off their property and then at that point my dad was like okay well i'm gonna take a risk and he bought a couple things uh so it started out as like what our business model would be is commercial so we would buy like a commercial plaza find like a quickie or like a 7-eleven type of thing and make a convenience store directly across the street from them so we would build the store like i still remember like i'd be running around like stocking like chips on shelves with a little like price gun and like putting like the taking the cassettes out of like the movies and like putting just the cases up on the walls and whatnot, you know? Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we started doing. And then we would like, so we would run the store for like six months, sell the store, keep the building and then go okay. and get, uh, eventually one of the buildings we got, uh, there was like office space upstairs and somebody was like, Oh, well, why don't you guys convert this into like apartments or like a hotel? Uh, and then that's kind of how we ended up in like hotels. Is we just converted this one building. Um, and yeah, that's kind of so like my dad kind of like stumbled into real estate. I don't think he planned on doing real estate. Like he has a degree in, in like engineering or something. 
uh, completely <laughs> on. Yeah, it's like completely. Well, so this is what I mean, right? Like, so since day one, like I'm seeing him out here, like making money and like crushing in business, not using his degree at all. And like he's like he's from Pakistan, like he has a degree in science and like never used it once in his life. So I'm just like, well, why are you guys so adamant that I have to go to school? You know, like I'm literally like seeing that you guys didn't use your degrees for anything. Uh, but that's that's like a whole other story in itself, you know. <laughs> it's the classic like um, immigrants um, seeing the opportunities. Like mm. I feel like their eyes are so much more open to the opportunities that are available here. Mm, and definitely. they're more willing to jump on them because it's like, wow. Like, I can mm-hmm. just do this. Like, this is just a possibility. Let's yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it also sounds like he was really just trying to, like, make a life for his family. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's 100%. Like, yeah. 100%. So that's awesome. I, don't, I wouldn't I mean, say I that. I feel it. like, to be honest, like, living in Canada, America, UK, any of these kind of places, like, we really do take a lot of things for granted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Just, like, the fact that you have the internet running water uh, you have yeah. a roof over your head, right? These are like huge yeah. things. Like if you're coming from Pakistan or like a third world country, like you're literally leaving a war zone, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think like people like so for me, anyways, like anytime I go back, like it's very humbling, like it, like to see like your roots and stuff, and then you come back to Canada, everything's like all a one. Like you don't have to worry about shit, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to say that immigrants start, you know, at the, they automatically start at the bottom. But I mean, that they kind of they kind of do in a sense. I mean, your dad came with a you know, cup and plate, you know, um, mm-hmm. he, he, oh, yeah, he did they had no for a year at the bottom. Yeah. So I, I find that when you're at bottom, you tend to there's only there's only up. And I, I do feel that mm-hmm. um, you see things and and are more grateful for things than, as you said, most people are who just are naturally born mm-hmm. in into mm-hmm. comfort. Yeah, comfort. True. They don't want to leave comfort in order to have something more. Whereas if mm-hmm. you already if, if you start in an uncomfortable state, you know, you're you're molded in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, yeah. hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, I mean, like a great example of that is like my younger brother. So like he's about ten years younger than me, right? So like when we were growing up, like we didn't have shit. But like when this kid grew up, anything he wanted, like oh yeah, no problem, you can have this. You want this phone? No problem. You want an Xbox? Yeah, here's two. You know, and, it's just <laughs> like, and I'm just like, dude, what the heck? Uh, but sure enough, like this guy has no entrepreneurial spirit. He's not interested in real estate, like. Uh, he's going to go become a lawyer and then like he'll get sucked into the business. I'm sure uh, yeah. he hasn't figured that out yet, but <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh man. So, so what, what was, uh, I mean, construction sites, you know, you're talking about that. What, what was, was that it for you as a kid? Like were you always involved like day to day in dad's businesses? Like, Oh yeah. Literally like, it was just like, okay, wake up. This is where we're going. This is what we're going to do. Like, obviously, when I was at school, I was in school. But anytime yeah. I wasn't at school, yeah, I was literally like either with my dad or like with my uncles. So all of my like so when my dad came here, he brought all of his siblings with him and then he set them all up with like their own little businesses. Right. So like oh, if okay. I wasn't with him, I would be with one of my other uncles, like running their store, or just hanging out. 
So like literally like I've always been like evolved and like surrounded by business. There's been no real like escape, you know? Mm. Um, so I think that's partly why like my brain is just wired the way it is. Like it's just literally what I've been exposed to since like day one, right? Um one thing in all of this that I will say is if you are ever in a position to give people businesses, don't do that. Uh, it never ends well, you know. Uh, help people start their business. Don't give mm. anybody a business, you know. Uh, anything worth having, you have to work for. Anything that's just like a giveaway, people don't respect it. People don't appreciate it. Uh Eventually, yeah, I can, you know, I hear you on that, especially that, you know, the same kind of thing goes for like coaching as well. You know, free mm. coaching does not work, does not work. Um, yeah, you, have exactly. to, you have to be, you have to be into it. It has to be your idea and you have to be paying for it. Otherwise, yeah, you could just stop at any time. There's no motivation whatsoever. Mm. Um, same thing, you know, just like with, yeah, with your kids. Yeah. It's if you give them some winning the lotto or getting a big inheritance, yeah. it never ends mm. well. You just blow it and it's gone. Yeah. 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 You need to want exactly. it and work for it for sure. That's really good, man. That's really good. Um, so you got into real estate, you know, uh, professionally in 2019. Um, well, what happened there? You know, what happened after that first, you know, event or that first time you met Stefan? Like where, where did you go? What direction did you go? Well, so, like, professionally, I got into real estate when I was, like, so, like, I've been running, like, the family hotel for at least, like, a decade. So, like, since oh, I was, okay. like, 18. Uh, and then, like, I did my first flip when I was, like, 21. But in terms of, like, Stefan and this kind of stuff, so it was more so of, like, I've always kind of been making these, like, videos and, like, content if you will but like when i started out it was just like photos or like videos of my renos like you would never see me on camera you know what i mean and then stefan was just like yo look dude if you want to be in this line of work like people need to see you people need to know who you are you have to be visible in the marketplace right and then i started putting out like videos where it's actually me but for me like the main thing was because like I didn't really sign up like for coaching with Stefan to learn about real estate. If I'm being completely honest, it was more so how do I move like this guy? How did this guy get into all these like major news publications? Why is like, how did this guy get verified? Like he's just some random dude from Winnipeg. Like, right. How is he like out here like this? You know what I mean? Like he's on Grant Carnot's podcast, etc. Like Bradley's podcast. So for me, that was like the whole thing is like, how do I get to this position and like right. figure out how to move how he moves? And that's pretty much what I figured out in 2019. And I've just kind of been like building this out now, you know? So one day you'll see me like kind of in his shadow or past his shadow, really. That's kind of, I think, the goal for anyone who's like a mentor, right? It's to see their students come past them. For sure. And, uh, and and I'm sure you figured it out by now. Um, would you say that it's easier? It's hard. Uh, in terms of what? What do you mean? Well, getting on Grant Cardone's podcast. Is, is, what, now, uh, now you've seen that. Now you've seen the recipe. Is there is it really that difficult to build a brand? Um, no, it's really not. 
the, the formula is pretty simple. It's just a matter yeah. of really just stepping out of your out of your shell, right? Yeah, like I mean, that's literally the biggest thing is just make your first video, get out of your own head. And I think a lot of people are like concerned of like, oh, like I'm gonna put this out, and what about so and so? Like they're gonna see it, and it's like most people don't even see your content, so like don't even care what other people think, like you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, it's once you've like seen behind the curtain, it all kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's its own game. It's, it's, it's persistence. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you want to be, get on, you want to get on Grant Cardone's uh, podcast? Go email Grant Cardone's assistant. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Really? That's it? <laughs> that's it man that's it and you know what someone's gonna they're gonna take a peek on you on google and they're gonna see who the fuck's this oh sorry i'm swearing too much who's this guy and if if you're worth it then they'll say yes if not they'll ignore you okay true but that means you gotta have a good like online presence before you go and email okay. Grant cardone yeah so they say no what do you do when you go build an online presence so you get on a bunch of podcasts and they're gonna be like okay this this dude's been on 10 podcasts okay let's mm. listen to a little bit of one. Oh, okay he's got a good story okay cool let's check out his website okay cool yeah his instagram oh, he's got about uh he's got 1500 followers mm. okay who's this manzura guy oh 80 000 followers wow this guy's big this guy's big oh he's got a fancy suit he's got a fancy suit oh my gosh i've got a-, a couple of fancy suits actually is that is that oh wow that's uh, is that a bentley uh <laughs> Oh, no dude, jet yet, dude, dude. So I like that video. So like I had this video of like me getting on a Rolls Royce and shit. I had to delete that. Rolls Royce, yeah. Yeah, to so, delete it. Like, well, so like my barber's in that video and like somebody like is just like trying to like ruin her life now. Being like, oh, yo, you can't like be doing this kind of. It's just, yeah, I turned into a whole freaking thing. So be very mindful <laughs> of what you post because like you'll have haters and like people who are just gonna try and like turn shit into something else you know so mm-hmm. sad boy life i'm kind of sad that that's no longer out there but you know i i, I want to hear more about the story off air <laughs> yeah yeah definitely <laughs> it's crazy silly it's crazy but, yeah it's crazy. but it's just like real estate right it's just like anything um if you want it bad enough you just gotta do put in the work you know you gotta post some videos maybe you gotta invest about five ten ten thousand dollars into you know, getting some better graphics, some better, um, con- like, uh, video mm. editing. Maybe I mean, gotta... that's a huge thing, dude. So, like, when I started, like, it was just me, like, selfie camera, like, out here with my iPhone. And my traction was not there. As soon as I paid somebody to, like, film me with a real camera, literally, like, people were like, yo, your content is so great. I've been watching all the time. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally saying the same shit I've been saying for, like, 10 years. What's the difference? Uh, and just the difference polished. is literally like, yeah, it's just nicer to look at. I'm just yeah. like, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I see people posting the same stuff that I post. And I mean, I don't put too much effort into it. Um, not as much as you do, but say I see people posting the same thing I do, same kind of content, and it gets nothing. And mine gets more. And then yours gets, I don't know, 200 times more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's because I figured out the, the Instagram game, right? Um, yeah. You know? We out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it really is that simple. It just like if you want to get on a podcast, you know, just just literally sometimes you can just ask. ask. And sometimes they say yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it, that is literally the difference. I met, actually, I was, um, I was talking to I mean, Jeff. That's Pat really Park. life though, right? Oh, 100%. Okay. 
I was talking to Jazz Tyker about this uh, a couple of years ago. And, yeah. uh, and I said, how'd you get Gary Vaynerchuk on there? He's like, I don't know. I just emailed him like yeah, every week. <laughs> I feel like there's more to that story, though, because I'm pretty sure he hired his company to do his like media. Yeah. Oh, he he hired a company and 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 I know how much it cost. And and yeah, is it Once not Gary looking... V's company? Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's Gary V's media company. Oh, well, there, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. yeah, there's just, but you know what? He he put in the work, right? Mm, and then just having true. Gary Vaynerchuk on his podcast, you know, boom. Now he's got Bob Proctor. Boom. Now he's got, uh, who else did he have after that? Shit, that's crazy. Uh, um, oh, someone Man, else, someone move. else. Uh, you know, Scott McGilvery. And then suddenly, you know, he's, he's, he just made that one little move and now he's got all these big people coming to his podcast. Now he mm. can go on, you know, bigger podcasts. It's, you got to put in the work, right? Now, I, yeah. God, I, I have Menzura on my podcast. I'm probably going to get uh, Tony Robbins tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that big yet. Give me six more months though. <laughs> Once I got my blue uh, check mark, it's a game changer, bro. That is true. That is true. So, uh, okay. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal your playbook, but, why are you putting so much effort into build, building your influence? Um, great question. Great question. There, there's multiple pieces to this. Um, the main you one though, plan. is just yeah, yeah. No, of course I have a plan, but it's more so just like you know this saying where it's like you meet somebody and like they're you get hit with that line like oh your reputation precedes you. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. So, like, when I walk into a room, like, everybody already knows who I am. Everybody already knows everything about me. And then now I'm not wasting my time, like, introducing myself to people and, like, explaining to people who I am and what's the value add. Like, if somebody's like, if I put in this much time and, like, my friend, like, I'll give you an example. So, like, in Ottawa right now, like, this last month, I've been getting invited out to, like, all kinds of random shit. Like, so there was a restaurant that, like, had a launch party. I'm not even a foodie, but they invited me. So I was like, all yeah. right, cool. There's, like, a work party for, like, some mortgage brokers going on. I'm not a mortgage broker, but they're like, yo, you should come through to this party. So I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, you know? Uh, and I'm starting to get into a lot of doors and a lot of rooms where, like, I normally wouldn't be able to get to. But, like, people see my Instagram and they're like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, a big shot. He can, like, show us how to be a bigger shot. Come through, you know? Wow. Um, yeah, so that's literally why. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, you get so many opportunities just from this. And, like, I've met so many great people. And, yeah, that's – does that answer your question? Opportunities. That's – I mean, yeah. I was – I was I was I was lining up with underhand um, <laughs> opportunities, right? It's yeah, man. Like when you walk into a room and everybody knows who you are, and they've it's it's powerful. And mm -hmm. when people come to you because they want to work with you because they know that you're the guy, that's powerful, right? Mm -hmm. You create so many opportunities rather than having to just. When it's coming to you, it's so much easier than you trying I mean to force it on people. And then now, like, if we want to, like, extrapolate this into, like, real estate, right? Like, if my branding and, like, reach is that known, and now I want to do, like, a capital raise, it's much easier for me to raise capital being, like, in the light and, like, versus, like, somebody you've never heard of, right? Like, you can go see my whole life is online. Like, I have nothing to hide. Yeah. Um, right? And then, 
Yeah, I mean, again, like, if somebody already knows everything about you, I think that also, like, saves so much, like, time from, like, pointless conversations because, like, I made it, like, fairly clear, like, on my page. Like, I'm just about business and, like, this kind of stuff. Like, if you come at me with, like, some dumb shit, like, I'm just not going to talk to you. Uh, Yeah. You know, and I think people, like, kind of know that now. Um, Whereas, like... Now I don't have to tell somebody I'm in real estate and then have them like pitch me something like anybody who's in real estate will just come and like talk to me about real estate. So it's, it's yes. just the vibe, you know, yes. it cuts out that whole nonsense from like everybody. And Manzar, if I can, you said something really important there that I don't want the listeners to overlook is that by having an online presence and being an open book and showing people who you are and what you're doing and having that track record it allows you to be able to easily gain partners, raise capital, whatever it may be, because they can mm-hmm. already see who you are, what you've been doing. Um, there's that their track record. You're not trying to exactly. explain to them, oh, I'm a sophisticated real estate investor and have been investing for this many years. You don't need to tell people that anymore. Oh, I know. And exactly. that's exactly what Wayne and I did when we started on social media, however many years ago that was, we knew that it wasn't about today. It wasn't about gaining followers. It wasn't about, ooh, I wonder if in the next year we could have a thousand followers. It was Mm. about laying the foundations where when people find us or when we approach somebody, they, what's the first thing people do? They look you up on social media. Mm -hmm. That's the new Mm -hmm. thing these days. Don't we rarely even Google people anymore. We go straight to social media. To see if you're legit. And once you once you land on social media and look up uh, Wayne or Gabby or Prairie Home Investments or Menzur, whoever it is, you can just you can scroll for days and days and days and days and see that you are in it, what you've been doing, who you are. And mm. that is so powerful. So if you're just starting out in real estate, start posting <laughs> for the yeah. love of God. So many 100%. people are like, eh, I don't want to be on social media. Or, I, I don't feel comfortable. Or what's Aunt Sally going to think about me? Like, shut up and just start yeah, posting. 45 I mean, minutes Sally video and I got no even watching, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if she is, who cares? Like, who yeah, exactly. Cares? Yeah. Yeah. People focus on the piece of content that they're putting out right now and thinking, oh, it didn't work. It was a waste of time. No. No, it's, it's sitting there for three years down the road when people are scrolling. It's just another mm-hmm. spot taken on your grid or whatever yeah. that shows you've been in the game. Yeah. 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 Well, Manzur said it earlier, man. He was like, uh, uh, I've been saying the same shit for years, but now it's just polished. You know what I mean? Like, and, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. and that, that, that example is perfect because, you know, if, if you're not putting out the content, it doesn't matter how smart you are. I know a lot of smart real estate investors, really smart dudes that do a lot of really cool stuff and nobody knows who the hell they are. Yeah. Mm. No, but I mean, you know some I mean? people like that too, though, right? Like some people like to be like True. under the radar behind the scenes, like hush, hush. Um, True, but this person's complaining that he doesn't oh. have the same amount of opportunities that I do. <laughs> well, Dude, yeah. Then, big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 100%. And and this is the complaints that I hear from from investors. Uh, you know, I'm trying to raise capital. I got this big deal going on. I've and OK. How many people have you talked to? You know, start going through your circles, your immediate circle, like your families and friends and your acquaintances and then start building, you know, your next circle of, you know, mm-hmm. making people your acquaintances and then building relationships with them. It's just a matter of just going through your circles and then just mm-hmm. literally calling everyone. Well, I've called everyone. I don't have anyone else. That game sucks balls. 
I'm telling you, yeah. it doesn't work. You're calling people up and being like, hi, hey, yeah, no, yeah, it's Wayne. Yeah, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I just want to let you know. Hey, do you by chance know anyone who would be interested in investing in my my new uh, real estate project? You know, thinking that maybe you're like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're quick and you're smart because uh, if you say, do, do, do you know anyone that might be interested in, because I heard that line once in a, in a joint venture raising capital course and it really worked for them. Um, if I say it that way, then maybe they'll be like, no, but uh, maybe I'd be interested. Can I hear a little more details? Can you send me a performa? <laughs> like it's people buy those. So, I mean, we have programs. a line like that and it works, but the line is. Hey, I have a real estate deal. I know this isn't something you would be interested in, but yeah. do you know somebody who would be? Uh, and then just because you've like disqualified them, now they're like trying to prove to you why yeah. this yeah. is like a deal for them. So I mean, it works. Uh, I hate those gimmicks, though. I hate those gimmicks. You know what? Like, I want people coming to me. I want people mm -hmm. coming to me. And then I want to be able to say, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, I've got a few other people that are interested, but we'll see. Mm. Now, um, if you're interested in something like that, I'll put you on my list. I prefer yeah. that way more. It's, oh, 100%. it's, it's easier. easier. I don't like convincing people. But I mean, even outside of like them. raising capital, like I get so many people, like just even like random like agents in Ottawa hitting me up being like, oh, yeah, it looks like you're in real estate. Like I have this deal. Are you interested? Right. So like yeah, I don't even have to go and like hunt for deals anymore or like hunt for investors. Like everybody just comes to me and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is easy. Now you have a deal, you have money. Let's put these together. Cool. Absolutely. You know? Money Absolutely. people deal. Mm, okay. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, we just got a, we got a question coming in here. I'm just going to let her in. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Alana. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good morning. Good. Okay, I have a question for all three of you. So raising capital is sales. And um, really, to be really good at sales, you need to create that, you know, emotional connection and you need to solve the problem for people. So how do you um, create that emotional connection on social media? Can you talk a little bit about that? Create an emotional connection. Uh Good question. Yeah, I mean, obviously being authentic is the main thing, right? Like if you're just coming on, putting on a front or like pretending to be something you're not, people can see through that, right? Especially nowadays, like with the internet, like you can't pretend to be something you're not. A couple of like Google searches, a couple of Facebook, Instagram searches and you get exposed, right? So I feel like that's one thing. Now, like when you're saying you want to build an emotional connection, like, are you saying in terms of like for this person to invest with you or? Yeah. So that people are, um, you know, more, more likely to follow you and engage with your content and come and ask uh, I got questions. you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you want to be relatable and like, you also want to show that you're like a real person. Right. Uh, so a great example of this would be like, so let's say, you have like so what wayne and gabby do that's a great example like you see their kid is with them like they're just hanging out at the property and stuff like that's real life right so people like to see that it's just real life and it's not like everything's just this high highlight real like glossed over kind of version you know yeah. um some people do like to see just the highlight reel and i mean 
I'm kind of like still experimenting with this, to be honest. Like we're trying to figure out what's exactly like the secret code, how much like normal, how much relatable you want to be, etc. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, as long as you're showing like your face on camera, that's like the main thing. People don't trust people who don't show themselves on camera. So that's your yeah. brand, man. Your face is your brand. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then just consistency. Like, so if you put out a piece of content and like people know every Friday you're putting out a piece of content to like, here's five tips for real estate investing. And now people know you're doing that every Friday. Right. That's another way you're going to build trust. So consistency. Um, yeah. 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 So Alana, uh, you, you, you said an emotional connection where you, you yeah. Are you saying to connecting emotionally? Are you saying like how do I how do I gain an influence or how do I gain a follower? Like I'm just trying to pinpoint on exactly what it is that you're looking for. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's um, building those deeper connections. Maybe that's what I'm thinking that people mm. are because there are so many real estate investors out there, right? Like how do you stand out? How the so mm. that people like it's, it's, connect you and yeah. I mean. So, like, for me, I'll tell you one thing. Like, so what I've been doing recently to, like, really tap into my own network is. So, as of, like, maybe six months, I've been really, really tuning into, like, the Desi diaspora. So, like, Indian, Pakistani, Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Afghanistan. Because there's nobody of, like, our descent who's, like, really out here or very well known in this space or any other space for that matter right so what i'm doing is now like if i see somebody who's like in the so i'm doing things that kind of show people like yes okay i'm still cultured in this sense like i have my roots and then now like literally reaching out to people so like if somebody comments on my shit i'll send them a message hey thank you for your support how can i help you right start a conversation right. with people uh and that's a huge one if you like especially like if you see like somebody's always commenting, somebody's always liking your stuff, just send them a message and just connect with them and say, Hey, look, like I appreciate you. Thank you for always stopping in and checking out my content and mm -hmm. then just foster that foster relationship that, relationship that way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I pretty much echo everything men's were saying. And, and just like you said, if you see people paying attention to your stuff, I mean, even in your stories, look and see who's, who's reading your stories. Mm -hmm. Right, and also, I mean, I, look and see who's the first people to read your stories. The first mm. you know, five minutes after you post a story, go back and see who looked at it first. Those are your truest yeah. loyalist fans because you're on the top of their story uh, reel. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the day, go and look at how many people, and then go scroll through and see who it is, and you'll start to recognize the same people who are watching your stuff all the time. And that's powerful because you don't get that from your normal posts on your feed whether it be Facebook or whether it be Instagram, you don't get to really mm -hmm. see who's looking and not liking or not commenting, but to know mm -hmm. that and to know who it is that's following you then yeah, reach out to them and then maybe, Hey, go like their content. And then they're going to feel like, wow, that person that I really enjoy watching and that I really respect is liking my content. It just, it, it firms that up. But, um, everything else that he said about being relatable. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We, yeah. we, we chose, um, to, to focus our content specifically on something that was very relatable, which is, 
young moms and dads. Like literally all of our listeners are all young moms and dads because they've all mm. had kids. They've all been in their job for 10 years now and they've all realized there's got to be something more to life. Right. And mm. those are the people that really want to get into it. Some people have the drive and the energy and, and the desire to get into it and do it themselves. And some people don't. And, but they still want something better for their family. So those are some people that you can really attract and, uh, and, and create that, you know, that, that bridge for that gap for them in order to get them into real estate that, you know, maybe they don't want to or don't have the ability to um, be able to do it themselves. And they can partner with you. Can I just mm. um, uh, pipe in here as well? It is kind of an echo of um, what Wayne and Menzor were saying, but I just want to break it down um, in kind of a, a step-by-step, if you may. Yeah. So, so what we just heard is that basically, if you're wanting, you, you know, we're talking about, about connecting online, right? How do you stand out online? So first you need a consistent online presence. So the consistency of whatever it is, that Friday post or that daily post. Um, And then there was the aspect of bringing in the authenticity. So don't pretend to be somebody or not. Be yourself Mm -hmm. because people can smell on in in just swear for the love of God, just swear. It's okay. No, (laughs) if if you're a swearer, (laughs) again, is it authentic? (laughs) Yes. Um, So the authenticity. And then, um, like for me, what's most important is a mix of business and personal. Yes. Like, mm. yes, show people what you're doing, show people your business, but also, like for us, what's been so successful, like um, men's are talked about, is that it's also like personal. It's also about our daughter. It's also, mm. um, it's about your you life. Know, it's just about your life. It's it's like we were talking about earlier. It's about showing people who you are, being an open book so that they don't need to guess or they don't need to ask mm. you, question you. And, um, you know, do they know that you're married and have kids? Do they know mm-hmm. that you're, you know, um, your family immigrated? Do they know, like, you know, like talk, talk about these things. Talk about whatever. Show people. Show How people ma- your life. I mean, a and great then- example of that would be even just like, what we were talking about earlier, like how me and Wayne met is like literally through video games. Like had I not posted like, hey, look, I play this game. We wouldn't be having this podcast episode right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Opportunities. When you talk about about your life, mm-hmm. it opens opportunities. People will connect with you who want to, who find you because of common ground. And that's and like you never know thing- what that common ground is going to be. You really don't. And I say this all the time about my women's real estate investing mastermind groups is that I'm not out there reaching out to people and asking if they want to be a part of my mastermind groups. I post who I am, what I'm doing, what kind of person I am, and people are coming to me. And those are the people that I want to join my mastermind group. Mm -hmm. I don't want to convince people. I want Mm -hmm. people to come to me who connect with me and who say, I want to join her mastermind group. I don't want to join this one over here. I don't want to join that one over there. Yeah. I want Gabby. And that's mm-hmm. who I want to do business with, right? Yes. So the authenticity, mixing up your personal and your business, showing people what you're doing, but showing them that you're also human. And then if you start interacting with the people that you want to reach as well. So if you're t- wanting to reach your family or old connections that you've lost or whoever it is that you're like, you know what, I bet you they would be a great partner, that they might be interested in this, start interacting on their social media. Start Mm. liking, dropping a little comment. Because when you do that, now they start, the algorithms 
say, oh, this person likes my stuff. Now I'm going to start showing you theirs. Mm -hmm. And then they, you start showing up on their social media. So it's manipulative. In a, but do in a not sense. be out here like spamming everybody's comments yes, and yeah. likes and shit. Yeah, like, do not do that because that's not fun. Everything. Like don't don't be that person who is commenting on absolutely every person's birthday and post on groups and all that kind of stuff. Like don't mm -hmm. be that person who's just like yeah spamming and showing up everywhere. Make it purposeful. Mm. Like, yeah, some who kind of you want to talk to. That's who you're dropping likes and little comments on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's I like that. <laughs> I love your mastermind, by the way, Gabby. Thank I'm you. I love having you in my mastermind. You're my people. <laughs> yes. If I was a woman, I would be in it too. I would Aww, too. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you guys. So much. Really appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks. Have a good thank Friday. you for your question. I hope we gave you some good insights. Mm hmm. Mansoor, mm -hmm. we uh, you know, we we say we're going to talk about upbringing, and then like halfway through, we start talking about uh, content and branding and influence. Um, and, and this happens to me a lot, where I'll just be I'll be talking about one topic, and then it all comes down to here, and then we go down this rabbit hole. Um, man, it just goes to show how important branding is, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. It ties into my upbringing to an extent. Like, yeah. I've literally been making content for like over a decade, like before I even knew what I was doing. Like, I was just making content, you know? Yeah. I didn't you know it was content. Foundation. Yeah, exactly. It's just now I'm like, look. So, like, that's the cool thing about all this, though, because like I'll see in my like Facebook archive. So, like, right now, like, so 2014, but like, this same month like november i was in pakistan so i have a friend he has four factories this is the factories where reebok nike champs puma all this stuff is made uh, mm -hmm. it comes out of his factory right so like now because of my like upbringing i have stuff in my archives that i can post from like 10 years ago of like me in a factory where yeah. all of this clothing is made right like most people don't ever have that opportunity or like will ever have that opportunity but if you go into like real estate and business now by the time your kids are like 18 the world is their oyster they can do whatever the heck they want right and yeah. just being in like a business family the other people like your parents are going to introduce you to are most likely other business families or real estate families and then you just kind of have this like elite network of people you know what i mean mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind wanna, of like, I think related to upbringing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I want to, I want to touch on something because I know a lot of people, they, <clears throat> they look at, they look at, um, you know, you or me or anyone else of influence, maybe even Grant Cardone. And they say, I, I just wanted to put myself in the same uh, group as Grant Cardone and you. <laughs> Sorry. I, that was the whole purpose of that point. Uh, <laughs> right on. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, they, they look at heavy influential people like that and they're like, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. And what I want to say is that you don't have to go and, and um, <coughs> wear suits and Rolls Royces and, and, and private Learjets and stuff like that. You can just build a brand of just tell your story of who you are. 
That's the most important part. Oh, 100%, dude. You don't have to go to this level, okay? It's just dude. a consistent, uh, uh, you know, showing of who you are on a regular basis so that people know and then you don't have to tell them. That's the point. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, Stefan was a great example of this. This guy used to drive around in his old school, like, PT Cruiser. And, like, the guy was, like, a multimillionaire and people would be like, yo, why is this your car? And he was just, like, ego death, bro. Like, I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. And then, like... Before he passed, like he was literally just black t-shirt, jeans, and that was it. Like if you looked yeah. at the guy, you wouldn't know he's a multimillionaire real estate mogul, you know? So like you don't have to be doing any of this like fancy hi-fi shit. Like you just have to be telling your story. That's really what it is at the end of the day, right? Everyone has a story and it's just are you gonna tell your story or not? Yeah. And even if even if you think your story is boring or it's 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 unrelatable, there's always someone who's going to relate to your story. Mm. I get so many people reaching out to me like, hey, man, I, I pump gas, too. And I know you used to pump gas when you were 20. And uh, mm. it just gives me hope. I could just see that, you know, yeah. if you could do it. I can do it, too. Well, I mean, like, I used to be a barber, right? So like hella barbers hit me up being like, yo, <laughs> sick. Can I like be in real estate? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. Like, why not? And I feel like barbers are a great like kind of person to turn into a real estate investor because like one, they're creative two, they're entrepreneurial. And then like three, they're running their own little business already. Right. So, yes, kind of. So and it's like something and, like most people don't even think of that. It's like, well, why not? You know, uh, anybody can be a client depending on what you're trying to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the. Um, uh, the, the big summary of today is uh, is your your is your brand creates opportunities. Be it's, yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Be don't yourself. be afraid to be yourself. You don't have to be someone else. You don't have to over uh, overhype yourself. Just be yourself. Be authentic. And once you start, you know, building a brand, however that is, and your brand could, doesn't have to be on social media. Your brand could be um, just in in general. Just but what's what's the best way? Why was it your, your brand? brand is like how do people feel when they think of your brand or like you? Yes. When you walk right. into a room, what do people automatically know about you and assume you are? That's that's what you're mm. trying to create. And you can do that through conversation. You can do that through phone calls. You can do that through coffee meetings. And you can mm. do that through a podcast. You can do that through being on people's podcasts. And you can do that through creating content. Whichever you think is the most effective way. Uh, we're just telling you what we what we feel is the most effective way to do it. Mm. Uh, with today's market um, and mm. reach. Um, if you want to call literally everyone in Canada in order to do that, go for it. But I, I recommend putting out a 10 minute piece of content. Can I, you guys and I mean, the content will of... live forever, right? Like you make yes. one piece of video today and that video is there for the next 10 years selling people on whatever it is that you were talking about in that video. Yes. You guys just reminded me of a quote, uh, which is, or I don't know if it's a quote, but what some, I don't know somebody said, but your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. How you leave others feeling after having an experience with you becomes your trademark. Mm, so if you put if you put fire, that and fire. yeah, if you kind of now take that and put that on as your whatever it is, social media or your brand or whoever you are, just keep like keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Yeah. All right, we got to wind her down a little bit here, but we didn't do our giveaway. So, uh, what what creative uh, way are we going to do? So this are these giveaway? two separate giveaways, or somebody like jackpotting? No, it's a jackpot. It's a one. It's a one. Oh yeah, one okay. shebang. 
What do you think, Gabby? Well, should we do like caller number, a caller number? See, uh, yeah, number we can hundred. Do- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, easy. We don't got all the Oh boy. See the problem is that people just wait for us to react. Right? They'll wait for the first person to call and then that they'll know click in afterwards. So Well, here's um, the thing, they pull up and So how about we do something we quiz people. So like let's ask all right. a question about today's show and whoever has the accurate answer. Oh, I've win. got it. Hang on just a second. Just a second. I've got this. Uh you got Ooh. any um waiting music? Um, do, 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 do you have do, any backstreet boys? No, tell me why. Oh, sing it, Wayne. Okay, <laughs> did you guys know that Wayne used to be the lead singer of a band? Fun fact, you know, I, I be just heard that, that in his yeah. voice, though, just now. I, I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jared's you know, going he used to sing to me on Apex, you know. <laughs> And we used to win, so I'm Gosh, surprised yeah. there was no singing. <laughs> okay, first person to call in, uh, tell me uh, to tell us how many followers Manzur has on Instagram. Ooh, hustle. First person to call Fire. in. Fire. To let us know. Let me find many. out. I should check also. It's always changing. It's very yeah. up and down, down and up. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. He's kind of got a lot. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. You got to call in. You yeah, got to call, call in, in with that number. And what you are winning today is a one-hour strategy call with Manzur, as well a copy of Money People Deal by Stefan. A Arnold. hard copy of Money People Deal, a physical Ooh. book. Yeah, none of that audio yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Audio. <laughs> Tell you yeah, what, wrong with Manzur audio. will call you and read you the book. <laughs> no, but I can send you a link to an audio version of Stefan reading you the book. Okay. So there you go. And if anyone's having trouble finding Manzur, it's Manzur Said on Instagram. Underscore. Underscore at the end. Yeah. Underscore at the end, because I'm cool like that. <laughs> it's not in the middle. It's at the end. Okay. First caller. We got a few people coming in now. Jerry Como. Calling Yo, in with what's that. going on? Weightlifting investor sing, house. Sing for us. <laughs> sing for you. Everybody. Everybody. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm clipping this for a piece of content. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, today's show has been fire, man. Uh, I can't everyone's just having a vibe say. out here. Hang on a second. Can I get four more people to come in? Yeah. God. <laughs> 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 be like that Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, Jared, what's the what's the answer? Seventy-seven thousand one hundred. Oh, we got ourselves a winner. Do I have an audio winner? winner. winner chicken dinner. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, All right, congratulations. So, Jared, uh, I know you follow me and like we're connected online already. But if you want to go ahead and send me off your like shipping address and stuff, I okay. will go ahead and ship you out that book, and then we can figure out logistics and jump on a call. Cool. Cool. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Congrats. Cool. Have a good All day, right, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate. It. Congratulations. Thank you, Mansoor. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, yes, lots of lots of valuable nuggets here, and I I, I know there's gonna be a lot of replays. Um, yeah, man. I hope you uh, 
Hope you stay safe. Hope you have an awesome weekend. Today's Friday, isn't it? It is Black it Friday. Is. There's going to be some crazy Black shopping Friday. going on today. All right. Yes, there is. All I'm right, shop, but you know, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, people want to connect with you, best way to connect with you. Instagram. Best way to get a hold of me is Instagram at Munzur Sayed underscore. Um, I really should have my website live again at some point before the end of this year. But yeah, Instagram. Best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks again. Have a good one. Thank you for having me. I hope everyone enjoyed today. And yeah, if anyone has any questions or you guys just want to like chit chat or just shoot the shit, feel free. Send me a message. We'll connect. Uh, And I always reply to everybody. And it's just a matter of getting back to everybody. That's all about. Okay, take care. All right, guys. Enjoy your morning. We'll see you soon. Okay, we uh, we went way over, Gab. So, um, oh, yeah, minutes, way over. Well, the cleaner's coming. It's Friday. It's oh, yeah. Friday, so the cleaner's coming. So we gotta go tidy up before the cleaner gets here. Um, so, but I wanted to touch. Uh, any other updates? Oh, flip tour tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yes. So it's, that's all full. So you missed out on that one. Opportunity came and went. You missed out. But um, <laughs> uh, there is. Uh, we're doing a. Uh, we're gonna be a stop on Calvin Hexter's flip tour. Two stops. Yeah. In, in, uh, uh, in Edmonton here tomorrow. Um, it's a, yeah, he's doing a flip tour of five properties and we're, we're actually going to be two of the properties. Um, one of them is going to be the one that we just, uh, went unconditional unconditional on last night. So that's pretty cool. And then we got our other flip. So looking forward to seeing everybody there and, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we'll see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.